Hi, everyone. This is Judy Cohen, and this is Wake Up Call 332 on almost New Year's Eve 2021 of the of the Gregorian calendar. And um, I'm happy to say I'm happy to say that I have a lot to be grateful for about 2021. And also, um, it's been such a hard year, really a devastating year for so many of us. So I'm also okay saying goodbye to 2021. And I was going to veer off from the Dhammapada today because uh, I wanted to talk about New Year's intentions because, of course, you know, it's New Year's. But um, the Dharma is so sneaky. It's often such a sneaky teacher. So for whatever reason, chapter 13, which is where we are, um, and it's called the world. And I'm sure that there are many ways of interpreting the chapter, but one one is that it's, it's actually speaking to intentions. So last week in chapter 12, which was called oneself, uh, was the idea that it's a good thing. It's a wise and wholesome thing to see ourselves as whole, as loving, and just needing a little encouragement. And uh, so chapter 13, the world uh, has these three beautiful verses. Um, And one says, don't follow an inferior way. Don't live with negligence. Don't follow a wrong view. Don't be engrossed in the world. And then it says, rouse yourself. Don't be negligent. Live the Dharma or live mindfully. Live a life of good conduct. One who does this is happy in this world and the next. And then it says, whoever replaces an evil deed with what is wholesome illuminates the world like the moon set free from a cloud. And I found this beautiful image. So no one here is following an inferior way, I think, or we wouldn't be here together. So to the best we can, and also I think with a lot of humility, we're following a wholesome way. We're following a mindful way. And one way, one way to see if that's true. One way to see if that's true for you is to recall, recall the intention you set to be here today. Just that simple thing. And it might've happened just a second before the call. Or, or maybe it's been a more general intention to be here as much as possible or, or anything in between. And regardless, it's, it's a wholesome intention to show up just to sit with like-minded folks, just to give yourself the gift of being present. And so it could be useful to take a moment now and recall how that intention felt. Hopefully it felt good. And even explore further and see if you can determine where in your body it felt good. You know, maybe the belly, maybe the chest, could be anywhere. And just see if you can locate it. And if you can, maybe mark it. You know, and then that way, when you have that sensation again, which, which could be soon, you'll know, oh, that's the sensation of a wholesome intention. You know, so you have that. And maybe you also know what an unwholesome intention feels like. You know, we all say and do unwholesome things and it's not intentional. It's, it's that we're acting habitually. And when we're acting habitually, there's a chance that our intentions are less than wholesome. Even if we want them to be wholesome, even if, we want them to be, or we want to be able to say they are the best of intentions, right? And that's part of the reason to practice. 
<clears throat> it's so that we can see our habits and patterns. And when we do that, we see those that maybe once had some importance or were learned from someone we loved or were dependent on, but that no longer serve, that are now unwholesome, like anger or dispassion or collapse. And then we can choose what to keep and what to let go of. The more unwholesome habits and patterns we let go of, the less chance of negligently patterning the unwholesome intentions from those habits. Sitting quietly, paying attention moment to moment. For me, that's the easiest way to see which is which. And then to to let go of the unwholesome patterns. Not, Not easy to do overall, but more possible that way. That the sitting is what makes it possible. But that's only part of the reason to practice, right? The other part is to see that um, everyone's the same. We all have unwholesome patterns. Not all of us are maybe diligently paying attention, trying to see them, trying to let them go. But all of us have them. All of us suffer from this affliction. And we all just want to be happy and safe and free. And our happiness depends on one another. So to the next verse, rouse yourself. Don't be negligent. Live mindfully. Live a life of good conduct. One who does this is happy in this world. And the next, it means, I think, go out and help. Because our help, our expertise, our wisdom, our power as legal professionals, our influence as legal professionals is needed. And offering that is what will bring happiness for ourselves, for others, and maybe even for the planet. So that help, that expertise, that that influence, it's needed in various forms, but mostly it's needed to speak the truth and to speak truth to power, to untangle the impossible knots of our times to remind our colleagues and our clients and our students that we belong to one another, to remind ourselves that we belong to one another so that we can remind others to say what's true and wise, even though, even though that might be difficult. And even if there may be consequences, which might seem impossible and, and maybe, you know, maybe you're even shaking your head and, I'd say that's a reasonable response. I'd say a million times. I was afraid to do exactly what I just said. You know, I told clients what they wanted to hear. I did what the senior partners told me to do. I pleased the court. (laughs) There are so many times now when I'm still afraid. But what I'm not afraid to do anymore is to set that impossible intention. The impossible intention, like speaking the truth. In fact, I was going over, <laughs> I was going over the curriculum for uh, our 2022 uh, mindfulness and law teacher training with someone, and they uh, observed that it's an impossible amount uh, of stuff to do in t- in nine months, and that's also true. 
and we're setting the intention to do it anyway. It's impossible and we're setting that intention anyway. And as we head into 2022, into impossibly knotted times, impossibly perilous times, really, can we set impossible intentions? You know, the Zen students chant, beings are numberless, I vow to save them all. And can we have the vision, the huge, unfathomable intention to end racism, to end anti-Semitism, to end xenophobia and nationalism and gender discrimination, to dismantle the patriarchy, and, and biggest of all, to repair and to heal our beautiful planet. Can we have all of that? And can we have the self-compassion uh, and the knowledge uh, that we're going to have that intention and we're going to fail? Can we have the knowledge we're going to fail and the self-compassion to fail and the devotion to get up the next day and try again? because we are in perilous times. Joanna Macy, the great environmental activist and mindfulness teacher says, we're either headed towards rolling up our sleeves to save our planet or cultivating the resilience to be part of a great global hospice. So what if we leave each other today and we leave 2021 with the intention and the commitment to do everything we possibly can to save all of the numberless beings. And as chapter 13 says, to illuminate the world like the moon set free from a cloud. So let's try that if you're willing and let's sit. So uh, taking a comfortable posture that's also upright. And dignified and really brings to this, to this moment, to this little sit together. Um, All of the dignity, and all of our wildest imaginations, of what our biggest intentions could be. Opening the heart and opening the, the mind to the biggest possibility that you can.
And then seeing if, if something arises for you, some intention that's impossibly big, impossible, and yet wants to be your intention. And if something is arising, just let it rumble around in your body a little bit. Let it expand out into your body, this impossible intention. If it's not there yet, that's okay too. Maybe it will arise for you some other time soon. But if it's there, yeah, just let it uh, rumble around and, and expand and grow and take shape.
And then with that intention, just see if you see if you can uh, begin to let it illuminate you. Illuminate your own world. In the hopes that it will illuminate the whole the whole world with the intention that it will illuminate the whole world. Find some way of remembering the intention. Whether it's here now or whether it arises some sometime later. Maybe write it down and then hold it out in front of you as your impossible intention for 2022. And to, uh, to close our sit and close our year, um, I want to read the, um, the evening gatha that Roshi Joan Halifax reads or chants every night. And I'm not going to be able to do it the way that she does it. But I love these words. She says, let me respectfully remind you, life and death are of supreme importance. Time passes swiftly and opportunity is lost. Let us awaken, awaken, take heed. Do not squander your life. Take care, everyone. Happy New Year. Love you all. See you in 2022. Thank you for being here.